you know, I feel like what I do today has always been there lurking in the background. And the reason I say that is because from a socially conditioned perspective, right, um, I feel like it could be seen from an outside perspective. Like I've always like quit, like quit a job or quit a career and like move to something else. But in my experience, I always saw myself as having outgrown where I was and feeling the call to move into a deep, something with deeper meaning or something. Welcome to the Network Marketing Made Simple podcast. I am your host, Scott Aaron, and each and every week, I'm going to come to you with short, simple, and powerful tactics of how you can grow your network marketing business, brand, bank account, and impact on those around you. And just remember, network marketing is not easy, but it can be made easy with simple steps to create the success that you truly deserve. Welcome to episode 130 of the Network Marketing Made Simple podcast. And if you are a new listener, then welcome. And if you are a returning listener, then welcome back. And as always, if you are a network marketer or business coach that is still building their business through the primary means of Facebook and Instagram, and you are not yet leveraging and harnessing the power and potential of LinkedIn, then head over to my website, www.scottaaron.net, where you can schedule a free 15-minute discovery call with me where I can learn more about you, your business, what you're struggling with, and how we can work together. So super excited for you guys to listen to this episode. This is one of those episodes that is going to shift you whenever you decide to listen to this. This is one of those experience-type episodes. And with me today is someone that I am so aligned with and I have such love and gratitude for. This person has helped me so much and that is why I wanted to bring them on here. So this person is a spiritual activator and ascension guide. Basically what that means, she is a soul surgeon. She goes into your soul and fixes it up and allows you to start living and achieving those amazing things that we all truly deserve. So again, I don't want to take up any more of your time introducing them. I want them to get on here so they can start sharing themselves with you. So Miss Jordan, welcome to today's episode. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, brother. It's such an honor to be here. And uh, I know right before we started recording, I just told you, like, it does me good to see your face and I just, I just want to presence um, and acknowledge you before you get into to chatting with me, um, how grateful I am to have you in my field and acknowledge you for the work you're doing in the world. It's truly like just a selfless and, and intentionally driven, uh, not just business, but life work, Scott. And I'm, you know, I'm so grateful to, to be buddies with you and I'm grateful to get on here and serve your community. So thank you so much for having me. Well, that is, that is beautifully stated, and I feel the, the same exact way. And, and uh, as they said in, in, I think it was Ghost, what, Ditto? or what, <laughs> Ditto. Ditto. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
So, uh, all right. Now, when people hear this and they're like spiritual activator and ascension guide and a soul surgeon, I, before we get into that stuff, you have, you have such a diverse background. You were, uh, you were Miss New Mexico. You're, you were a top tier fitness competitor. You've owned businesses. You've worked for other people. You've been in so many various different things. So before we get into the soul surgery that you are now doing, with individuals and, and high performers. Tell us a little bit about how you got into those different fields that, you know, th there's always uh, a portion of our lives where something happens where we are called to do something else. And, you know, mm -hmm. you and I have had so many conversations, even sitting on, on the bus to go to the Malibu winery when we were drinking wine on the bus and we just literally <laughs> just spoke for an hour and a half and we were just going back and forth I mean, the, you're, you're so gifted at what you do, but, but how did that gift come about given the diverse background of how you got to where you are today? Oh my gosh, that's such a good question, Scott. And I, I don't think I've ever been asked that before. So um, yeah, I mean, just to presence, like what's really coming up for me, you know, I feel like what I do today has always been there lurking in the background. And the reason I say that is because from a socially conditioned perspective, right? Um, I feel like it could be seen from an outside perspective. Like I've always like quit, like quit a job or quit a career and like move to something else. But in my experience, I always saw myself as having outgrown where I was and feeling the call to move into a deep something with deeper meaning or something with um a different type of service and so yeah i'll sum it up for you real quick i graduated high school 2004 and i did not wait i went to college i literally started college the week after so i started in the summer program and um i went to court reporting private college for court reporting i um I finished my with my bachelor's degree before I was even 21 and then at the age of 21 I was the youngest court reporter in the state of New Mexico now if anyone is ever in the legal field or has been in court reporting is something that <laughs> I mean it's there's like an 80 percent 85% dropout rate or something crazy but like my starting class we had like 30 people and we finished with two of us and so it's really difficult you're essentially learning to write you know 250 words a minute in code and you're supposed to be neutral and all these things and so um i worked at the courthouse district court in albuquerque new mexico and i just remember sitting there um having accomplished school having finished having a great what i thought at the time was like a great um paying job with benefits all the things my parents were super proud and and I could have just stayed in that. And um, I have great friends that have stayed in that and that's been awesome. But for me, I'd be in these cases. Um, and, uh, I'd be taking the record for these cases, you know, deep criminal cases, murders and rapes and whatnot. And I'm supposed to be neutral. And, you know, one thing about court reporters is we hold the evidence. I don't know if everyone knows that or not. So we hold the evidence. So I'd have insight to you know, even evidence that wouldn't get submitted for the jury and what, whatnot. And I just remember there was this one case and it was tough. It was tough to sleep at night thinking about it. And I hated the fact that I was the fly on the wall. I, I didn't, it didn't sit well in my system that I knew all the things yet I could make no impact. 
And so at the time I thought, you know what, I'm going to go back to law school because I want to have a say in, in what happens. I want to be able to help, in, you know, in a different capacity. And I was burnt out on school, man. I went like 21 credit hours, three years straight, all summer long. Like I worked three jobs in college. I was just like so done. And so instead of going back to law school, there was actually um, an opening uh, a couple towns away for a, an adult felony parole officer. Now this was during the recession and I knew I had the education for it. I just needed to do like the tactical training. And so I did that. I took that job and they always say like parole officers take one of two stances, either that of somebody who is helping and helping like with rehabilitation or like deep law enforcement. Well, mine was always like a rehabilitation take. Like I knew that I had the opportunity to shift someone's experience profoundly and maybe even shift what I know now to be generational patterning at the time. I didn't know what that was. I just was like, I can change their life and their family. And I loved that job. I loved it. It was really fulfilling, but it got really dangerous. Um, I had a, a huge caseload. Like I said, it was during the recession. At the time, I thought I was going to have a child with my first husband, and I just I didn't feel comfortable doing it anymore. So then I went back to beauty school because my ex-in-laws owned a hair salon and day spa. And uh, while I was in beauty school, I started the fitness and all that stuff. So kind of simultaneously, I finished beauty school. At that time, I was a personal trainer, and I became a, a national fitness competitor. I won Bikini New Mexico, won my class at Bikini America, um, was doing bikini challenges. This was back before Facebook. You know, this is where we all wish it was again without all the algorithm shit. <laughs> I had like 30,000 followers on Facebook. I was running these bikini challenges. Everything was cool. Um, I ended up divorcing that first husband, and I didn't practice in beauty for a while. I had met my second husband and he owned a custom home building company and I ended up coming on and doing books and creating that business with him. And then after a while I realized that's not, I didn't really want to work with him day to day. I ended up opening a hair salon and day spa. And I know I've ran through all this with you. I think this is what you're wanting me to share. Is it? <laughs> so. This is perfect. Keep going. Okay. 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 So, um, during the, my competitive fitness and, and bikini days too, I ran a, 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 a entertainment magazine basically. And it was a four component company. So we had a, a model team, a community outreach, and then we had a website, like an entertainment website where you could find like drink specials, live music and all that. And then we had an entertainment magazine. So I had done that. Um, but I ended up leaving that magazine behind when I went into the construction field. So I then opened a hair salon and day spa and I ran that for about three years and I loved it. I had, it was called Chow Bella and I had a huge picture of Sophia Loren over like a red velveteen couch and I had those old school red Avon glasses and my clients would come and sip wine and it, we would do like the external transformation and my favorite part of that, I was never really passionate about hair, but what I was passionate about was that turnaround moment when I, I, I turned that chair around and this woman would see herself in a different light, she'd realize how beautiful she was. She'd realize she just, I'd see her wear a different type of confidence and I loved it. Now, wasn't passionate about hair and my soul was then being called, it, it was just a different type of longing and it was kind of that fulfillment of serving at a much deeper level like I did with probation and parole. And so I'm like, how can I just like, 
merge all this shit together and like serve all the things. And so um, I took about a year off. And during that time, during that time, during that time, I, that time I went to the magazine. And during that time, I kind of developed the unicorn way. And, and at that time, I thought the unicorn way was going to be like this women's empowerment. And I was thinking like all the things like I wanted to do full makeovers and I wanted to do soul surgery like I do now. And I also wanted to be like the female hitch and like fix their relationships. I mean, meanwhile, my own shit was all messed up. And, and that's the thing is we teach what we need to learn, you know? So, um, yeah, over the, the last several years, um, I just went deeper. I continued to try to serve women and the unicorn way had evolved. And as I evolved in my own experience and as I went deeper into my own, um, healing and, re-acceptance of spiritual gifts that I had had from the time I was a child, but I had suppressed my own truth for so long. I was like in the spiritual closet forever, um, what seems like forever. And, uh, you know, about two, well, about four years, four years ago now, 2015, then in 2015, 2016, um, I just, I hit this spot where it was like, no more, like you can help um, people, but it's go, there's going to always be a glass ceiling of it on it, unless you are really willing to commit to step into the truth of who you are, express that fully and do it in the name of service and connection to something higher and deeper than you. And so that's kind of where the unicorn way and, and the Miss Jordan that, that you know, and, and that I show up as now kind of started really taking place and come into light. And listen, it hasn't, it's a relationship that I've been cultivating with myself and my audience, my community for several years. You know, I've had um, times where I'm like, I'm doing it. I'm, I'm in it. And I'm, I'm serving at my max capacity. And then I get a nice spiritual two by four to the side of the face and then realize that I got to burn all the way back down to the ashes and rise like the Phoenix to show up even fuller, to help even more. And so now what I do you know, I, I know you know, and so I'll share with your audience. I, I've been hosting women's retreats, transformational retreats, spiritual awakening retreats. Um, and I, I do one-on-one -on -one coaching. But over the last year or so, it's really shifted. And the retreats have kind of are starting to come to a close. I still do have my leadership training and, of course, my three-day women's experience that I'll always have because that's a service piece. But now I work with, you know, high-functioning individuals, entrepreneurs, celebrities, um, people of impact, and I actually go into deep immersive spaces with them, surfacing and presencing and, and moving through childhood trauma, narcissistic PTSD, um, any types of limiting beliefs, abundance mindsets, blocks, and those things. And we meet those things that are holding us back fully so that they can show up in full form and then create bigger impact and serve their communities on a much more profound level. So that's it as summed up as I can get it. <laughs> it's, no, that, that's, that's beautiful. So let me ask you this, the, the, the unicorn way, you know, that, that's, mm -hmm. that's the business and the brand. What, mm -hmm. is it, what is it that you find is really holding a lot of people back to not living the life that they deserve? Um, I'd say the number one thing in our society right now is limiting beliefs that we place upon ourselves from a space of 
social conditioning. We're conditioned by our, our upbringing, our own parents. We're conditioned by our society, our media, to think this is right, this is wrong, this is good, this is bad. You should do this. You shouldn't do this. You can't express like this. You can't express like this. And so, you know, at the end of the day, here's the thing. We're humans. We're all humans. We're spirits having a human experience, rather. And we all want to be seen. We all want to be heard. We all want to be acknowledged. We all want to be understood. And the thing that I find is holding most people back from reaching the highest versions of themselves possible to live the best fucking life ever in this lifetime is that they are socially conditioned to think if they do the thing or if they move into the space or if they take the risk or if they leave the toxic marriage or if they shift out of the job that's not fulfilling them that they're not going to be seen, loved, heard, acknowledged, understood. And that's because they're seeking affirmation, love, and acceptance from a space outside of themselves. And you can't gain that from outside of yourself. All of that is self-sourced. And so to kind of round about and answer your question and you know, I, I talk in circles, but I always come back around to like really, you know, as the crow flies, shoot it straight. The number one thing that's holding us back as a society, as a collective, and also as individuals is that we are seeking affirmation and acceptance and love outside of ourselves. You know, that, it, that is so, so powerful because it's, you have to look within oneself to really move yourself forward. So let me ask you this, as a soul surgeon, tell people a little bit more about what that is and, and how you help people. So it's interesting that you asked me that because you know I've been called, I used to say I'm an empathic healer. <laughs> I'm not a healer, I'm just a girl. I'm just a girl like self-selecting to try to make a little bit of difference in this world. But what I do is I activate and help others see and heal themselves and meet themselves fully and show up truly in authenticity and not authenticity is this buzzword that you know everybody in network marketing and like self-development community hears it's it's true authenticity like what is the truth of my soul and how do i show up from that space i help them uncover that and then i help them integrate the tools necessary to actually live from that space going forward. So I know this is kind of, I know this is kind of hard to do on here, but but take take the audience through that's listening to this, maybe through a little bit of a guided way to really start to heal themselves. I mean, because obviously working with you would be the best thing. But what what is something or a couple ways that people can start healing their souls from the inside out and, and really living that best? Yeah. Um, I mean, I'll do a, I'll do a little visionary, a guided, a guided vision. Um, Go for, for those when I participate. So if you're listening, um, and you want to participate, this is what I'd ask. I'd ask that you get centered where you're sitting, maybe even take your shoes off and like really ground into where you're at right now. And you can do this too, Scott. But if they're driving in their car, don't do this. If you're driving, well, they can still get grounded. They don't have to close their eyes. Right. Okay, good. 
yeah, you can drive, but get grounded. Like just, just become aware of where you're at right now and get present fully. That means everything that's happened before this very moment and everything that's to come, we're, we're just going to be together in this moment. And as you're driving and driving is actually a form of meditation and hypnosis. I don't know if you know that. That's why sometimes you, you get to somewhere and you're like, I know like where I came from and I know, I know I'm here, but I don't even remember the drive. It's because we're in this space of thought process, whether we're listening to music or thinking about something. So just allow this to be the thing you're thinking about. If you have the ability to close your eyes, do that. If you don't, that's fine. And then I would anchor in with some like breaths and these, these deep hippie breaths, you know, that you see on the, all the woo woo shows, like breathe in deep, expanding your stomach, like letting it fill up and then exhale, sucking your navel in and do it a few times. Breathe in deep and exhale. And then breathe in deep one more time. Hold at the top. Take in a little more air. Take in a little more air. A little bit more and just hold it. You have a capacity beyond your awareness even. And then breathing out, let out a noise. <sighs> really moving the energy out of your body. And now returning to your normal breathing. Just being here now with Scott and I. Knowing that. We both woke up today to, to serve you, to help you feel that, feel that energetic, feel the fact that you were led to this podcast. It wasn't by chance. We're here for you. That wasn't by chance. And take that in fully and feel supported. Because oftentimes we think that support only comes from people that we know love us. But as a collective, we're constantly experiencing mirroring situations to each other. And in that, in that knowing and identifying my own pain, my own struggle, my own stress, I can then identify your pain, your struggle, your stress, right? If not by face, I can feel it. I can feel it by the energy. I can call it by name. And so just feel supported by Scott and I right now and feel us holding this space for you. And know that whatever you're experiencing today, whatever you're going through, in some form or fashion, and I'm not saying, hey, you had this horrible trauma and you deserved it. That's not at all what I'm saying. But in some form or fashion, the place you are in right now, whether it's triumph or trial, is nothing but a collective of decisions that you've made. And don't hold a guilt energy around that. Rather, feel Scott and I holding you in this space. Take another deep breath, release, knowing that you're supported in your next move. Right now, you can make a decision that's going to add to a collective that's going to put you where you want to be if you so choose that. And so anchoring in the fact that not only are you supported now, but also you are in control. You are co-creating with this universe the life that you desire, the abundance codes that you desire, the romantic flow that you desire the friendship and community that you require and you deserve. Each decision that you make can get you a step closer to oneness or a step deeper into separation. And so relating to your neighbor, if even if you're driving, maybe like peeking at the car next to you or thinking right now, if you're sitting in your house, who's the next person I'm going to see? My boss, my coworker, somebody in the Starbucks line. 
And just acknowledging in this moment that when you see this person, the very next person you see, you're one with them. They felt the same type of pain that you have. They've been in a similar struggle and they've had moments of glory too. And just tying in with the fact that we're all community here. We're on the same team and we're all after the same vision. And that vision is to be seen, to be heard, to be loved, to be acknowledged, to be understood. And so taking a step deeper into it, when you see this person later today, or even now if you're looking at the car next to you, apply the just like me concept. Just like me, this person's on their way to work. Just like me, this person woke up grouchy. Just like me, this person's about to bring in a big check. Whatever positive or negative you need to put in your mind to move into a space where you can connect to them and know that we're all so similar. So now that we're feeling this cord connected, we're feeling supported by one another. I feel Scott holding me on the other side of the screen. He can feel me and we all, we feel you. We're holding this container for you now. I want you to like subconsciously, like just think of it real quick, real quick. Just let it, let it move through your, your mind, conscious or subconscious. I opt into this experience. I'm opting in to have a shift right now in this moment because I know I'm safe and I know I'm supported. Now that we've done that, and now that you can feel yourself being held, I want you to identify, so we just talked about it. What is the one thing holding people back? It's this need to seek affirmation outside of yourself. Here's the thing, yeah, we're all born with everything we need and we are taught that we're not enough. So what I want you to do now is I'm gonna ask you to move into a pain point. If you can close your eyes, please do that. If you're driving, that's fine. Stay focused on the road, but go there in your mind with me. And I'd like you to go to the earliest memory you have when you did not feel good enough. When you didn't feel strong enough, when you didn't feel smart enough, when you didn't have enough money, when somebody didn't see you, when somebody didn't understand you, when somebody told you you can't do it, I want you to go to that moment. And I want you to see yourself there. And I want you to take it a, a step further now. You know, in Conversations with God, book one, Neil Donald Walsh says that feelings are the language of the soul. And I say it in almost every interview because I feel like it's so important. Feelings are the language of the soul. Words are just primitive. So if you want to know the truth of a thing, look to how you feel about it. So I want you to go now to that space, that, that time, that place when you were not enough, when you were told you were not good enough, when you felt like you were not seen, go there. And I want you to like identify what were you wearing? What did you look like? What was your age approximately? Was it rainy or sunny outside? Were you indoors or outdoors? Just identify your surroundings, and I want you to pick up a color. First color you see, the green on the tree or the tan carpet. First color you see from this experience, and I want you to hold this color in your mind. Say it three times. The color, the color, the color. Say it, say it, say it. Breathe it in, and I want you to see that color. You're going to release it. And now you're going to attach that color to the hurt to that feeling in your chest, in your stomach, in the back of your neck, the feeling of, I, I'm not it, I'm not good enough, I'm not seen, they don't get me. I want you to attach that color. 
So this feeling, this emotion, this pain is going to take on this color. Okay? And I want you now to picture that color just taking over your body, and I really want you to enter into that pain space. And allow yourself not to judge it. Just feel it. Go back there. When I was this old, she said this. This happened. He didn't hear me. She didn't believe me. I was told I had to be this. Feel that color. And I want you to like just feel it take over your body so that pain in your chest and your heart and your throat, let that pain go all the way through your body as uncomfortable as it is. I want you to like move it all the way through your arms, out your fingertips, feel it in your face. Allow your face to feel it. If, you're, if you need to cry, cry. If you need to get angry, scream. Let it seep now through the bottom of your feet, whether it's out the car floor or down into the floor beneath you if you're sitting. And I just want you to hold this pain space. Now breathing it in, I want you to do a deep exhale like we did, making a noise, <sighs> like that. But this time you're gonna see all of this color come out your mouth. Ready, breathe in, hold it. I want you to feel the pain, you're not enough. You're not okay. And I want you to release it. <sighs> Letting the color come out. Now I want you to just come back to your adult body. Let's apply some logical mind. I know that everything I was told in that situation was not a truth. I feel in my body that I'm fully supported. Not just by Scott, not just by Miss Jordan, not just by this community, but by my collective humans, by a divine energetic that's surrounding me. I'm supported. I'm in charge now. As a grown-up, I'm in charge. I can create and cultivate what I want. I source pure love from within inside myself. I want you to feel that. Go back into that support space before we entered into the meditation. Go back into that support space. Feel that, okay? Feel it. And I want you to really take it in as a belief in your body. So the same way you felt the pain, I want you to feel it. You are brilliant. You are bright. You are beautiful. You are strong. You are capable. You are abundant. You are affluent. You are intelligent. I want you to feel that, know that. Every struggle is only a result of a decision I've made. Now I'm making decisions that are in alignment with I am beautiful, I am bright, I am brilliant, I am relentless in my truth, I am secure, I am strong, I am intelligent, I am beautiful and brilliant. I want you to feel it in your body. Now feel this in your chest and breathe it in. And I want you to breathe in the light and also feel us projecting light onto you. Breathe it in and hold it and give it a color. Give it a color. The same way you did before, give it a color. Exhale. Breathing in deeper, that color. And let your body just resonate with this color. I want you to picture this just being showered in this color all over you. Maybe it's a light blue, maybe it's a white light, maybe it's yellow. 
And I want you to just feel all of the cells in your body filling up with this color. Breathing it in. Releasing anything that's not that. And now our entire body should be vibrating. Yeah, our feet, our fingers. We're feeling our chest expanded, our heart open. And we feel safe here because we know we're supported because we've already established support. And the next person we see, we're, they're going to feel this from us because we're gonna emanate this. And we see that color in them. This is the, our safe color as a collective. We're all on the same side. We all wanna be seen, heard, acknowledged, loved, understood because we're brilliant, beautiful, bright, capable, intelligent, abundant, strong, faithful. Now I want you to hold this color, identify it, say it out loud, out loud, the color, say the name three times, go. Okay. Now you have your color, you feel it all over your body. This is what we're gonna do. I want you to go back to that pain space. I want you to go back to that space when you were not feeling good enough. That first memory you have of needing affirmation from outside of yourself. I want you to go there, back where you were. This time you don't feel the pain though. You're just seeing yourself in that space. And that color from before, whatever the object you identified was, I want you to look at it. Right now it's just gray. It's gray, light, as if it was a black and white page on a coloring book. And right now, when I say go, you are going to take all of this energy you're harnessing in your body, and you are going to push it out of your body into that object. So the new color is going into that object that used to be the old color, and it's going to turn that color. Breathe it in. Hold it, feel yourself vibrate. Go. Now you see that object of the new color. Now anytime you have this memory, you picture this object and you identify with the new color. And the new color is only a reflection of what we're holding within. And all of our love and all of our affirmation and everything that we need to be understood lies within us because we understand ourselves we source our highest potential we source our abundance we source our love from self we're co-creating we make decisions from this space so although we have a, a logical awareness that this happened this hurt me we've transmuted that energy now yes it did and We've now traveled back there, we've shifted it. And we have the color of the tree to prove it, right? Or the carpet or whatever object you picked. And so every time you have this memory now, this tree, this carpet, this object is this color. And when we stare at this object, and I want you to look at it hard now. Look at the tree, look at it. It's a reflection of the love that's sourced from within you. And so now you've had a DNA upgrade. Now you've had a shift. We've activated something. This means for the rest of today and even after that, we are going into a space where every decision we make now comes from this new memory, now comes from this new color, now comes from this new energy. I know you still feel it tingling in your fingers. This is our new play space.
So that important decision that you have coming up or that stress that you need to figure out or that celebration that you're going to have. Remember, whether it's good or bad, it doesn't matter. Now, now we're coming into a space where every move we're making going forward is coming from a different experience than previously before this call. Because before this call, that was a pain space. That was a space of, I'm not enough and I need you to tell me I'm okay. I need you to tell me I'm good enough. I need you to affirm that I'm good. But we don't feel that anymore. And you feel it? You feel the difference in your body? Now it's an I know. It's an I know space. Because feelings are the language of the soul. So if you want to know the truth of something, look to how you feel about it. So now that you have this feeling in your body, if you start to let it dissipate in your you start to fall back into a space where you know that you're choosing from wounding. All you have to do is go back to this memory and see the color. Breathe it in. Hold. And release. Coming back now to this conversation. Go ahead and wiggle your fingers a little bit. Open your eyes if they're closed. If you're on the road, make sure that you gain surrounding knowledge of your surroundings, where you are, where are you going? Take, go ahead and take a deep smile, <laughs> knowing that this is how easy it can be. Just because I've experienced something doesn't mean I'm owned by it. I get to decide in this moment who I'm going to become because all that there is is the now, the present is all that there is. So anything from the past can be transmuted in the present to benefit my future. Smile with an awareness of that. You there, Scott? I am here. <laughs> okay, cool. In my body. So <laughs> that is exactly what I was hoping was going to happen on this interview, that you would be taking people through uh, all of this. So thank you for that. And why, while people are buzzing, and before we come to an end, if you could share with people, I know you have an event coming up in a few months, share a little bit about that event, how they can find out about it, but most importantly, how they can connect with you on social media or online. You're so awesome. I appreciate you, brother. Um, yeah, my stuff is all the unicorn way. So it's the unicorn way on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, the unicornway.com. All of my stuff's on there. Uh, I have an event called Become Your Truth. It's a three day women's experience I have out on the Santa Ana Pueblo in New Mexico every July. And we've shifted the container. So this year we're only taking 55 people. Um, it's three days and it's an experience kind of what you experienced just now, but on steroids and it's to have a complete DNA upgrade and really presence your queen, the highest version of yourself. As far as gentlemen, I do, um, one-on-one -on -one coaching for ladies and gentlemen that is, um, on a, you know, discovery basis. We have to get on a call and see if it's in alignment right now. I have, I do have a wait list. But I take people in six-month containers and, you know, we cover lots of things. We cover money mindset. We cover relationships. We cover all the things. We, we do healing and trauma healing and whatnot. But the common denominator is it's all um, sourced from soul. So we don't do anything on the surface. Everything is identifying what's the purest essence of your soul. 
so that you can do what you're here on this earth to do, which is, you know, I firmly believe we're here for two reasons to experience ourselves in fullest expression and to curate and cultivate our purest connection to source energy. And so in working with me, whether it's at the event or in a private container, um, I also do couples immersions, which are like private week long retreats. But in any capacity, that's, I mean, that's the main key is identifying and surfacing the truth of our soul and showing up from that space so that we can experience ourselves in fullest expression and cultivate our purest connection to source to live the best life ever because it's our divine right. Well, I absolutely just loved this episode, but more so I just love the, the energy that, that you bring to this. And I just wanted to say thank you again so much for sharing yourself, your love, your heart, your service with me and my audience today. And thank you again. I'm just so grateful for you. Oh my gosh, Scott, I am so grateful for you. Um, listen, if you guys listen to this podcast regularly, you already know if this is your first episode ever, you better subscribe for life because Scott is just truly leading by example as a healed masculine in our world right now and sharing his heart and sharing his passion. And uh, I, I, it's such... I, I just, it's such an honor and I'm so much gratitude for being on and being on with your crew, Scott. So thank you again. Well, thank you, my friend. I, I feel the same way about you and, and thank you everyone for listening today. Please share your thoughts on social media. Take a screenshot of this tag Jordan and I on Instagram. She is at the unicorn way on Instagram. And obviously I am at Scott Aaron LinkedIn, but I just want to thank you guys for being here today. Please enjoy the rest of your day, and I will talk to you next time. Bye-bye, everybody. Thank you again so much for checking out this week's episode. And if you can, head over to iTunes, search for Network Marketing Made Simple, leave me a five-star rating, basic review. I would be grateful for all of the support you guys can give me. And again, if you'd be interested in learning more how to utilize LinkedIn to grow your business, your brand, and your bank account, head over to my website, www.scotterron.net. Fill out the form for your free 15-minute discovery call so I can learn more about you, your business, and how we can work together. And again, thank you guys so much. Grateful for you all, and I'll see you next time.